Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Outspoken. I'm your host, Pastor Brister Smith. I hope everybody's having a great day today. Hope everybody um, had a great Friday. Hope everybody's having a great start to the weekend. Um, I wanted to apologize to all of you for uh, not being able to uh, come on here and do an episode. Uh, we've been we've been swamped. I've got a wedding coming up on Sunday. Uh, we're doing two services now on Saturday uh, because of the work that the Lord's doing here at this church. Uh, we've actually got a baptism tomorrow at the church as well. So we're looking very forward to that and uh, looking forward to what God has in store for this church and, uh, and, and this community. And we also want to thank you for all of your support. And we want to thank you all so much for um, a lot of you that have followed us on Truth Social since we've left X. Uh, for those of and I want to get this out of the way too. A lot of people, when they when they figure out what Truth Social is, they think, oh, it's a Donald Trump site. So, no, it's not. Donald Trump owns it, yes. But there's a lot of uh, Democrats, there's a lot of um, people that don't necessarily line up with his political views. They're on Truth Social as well. It's a free speech platform. You don't have to worry about being banned or censored or whatever. So I encourage everybody to join Truth Social. You can follow the church at, at shepherds underscore cove one. And you can follow me at Pastor Bristol 2. So go ahead and look us up on there. I'm going to talk to you tonight about something. I don't know if this will be a 30-minute episode or not, uh, but we're going to talk about something. I hear songs and I see people talking about how they feel like they are the lowest of the low. They feel like they're scum of the earth. Um... Because what religion has done, here we go, I, 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 this is why it's outspoken, I'm going to ruffle some feathers tonight. What religion has done, folks, is tell you that you are an absolute nobody. Uh, if you don't go to church on Sunday, you're slipping. If you don't uh, abide by all of these man-made rules, you're slipping. And folks, that's, that's so far from the truth. The Bible says that we are made perfect. We are made perfect. How are you made perfect? When you are born again, something moves inside of you called Jesus Christ. He lives inside of you. The moment that you're born again, He changes your soul and makes it perfect. You know why? Because He lives in it. Anything that Jesus lives in is perfect. Now, I'm not saying your body's perfect. Our flesh is not perfect. We sin. We uh, we think things we shouldn't think. We say things we shouldn't say. That's, that's a given, and that's everybody. But what's inside of us is made perfect because of the one that lives inside of us. And there's a song even on uh, Christian Radio. It's a few years old now, I believe. But there's a song that says, uh, I'm just a nobody. And I, I, I can't, I used to like that song uh, until I <laughs> until I started doing some research in the Word of God and I started thinking, you know what, that's a bad message, I don't like it. I understand what he's trying to say and uh, I think it's still in my playlist actually. I understand what he's trying to say. But we need to understand something folks, we are a somebody, we are a somebody. We are children of the Most High King. We are heirs to the Kingdom of God. We are somebody because of the One that lives inside of us. So for all of you that's listening to this episode tonight, 
and you're sitting there and you're saying, oh, you know what, I'm a nobody, I messed up this week, I shouldn't have said this, I shouldn't have done that. I want to give you some encouragement tonight. That's what this episode's all about. I'm wanting to give you some encouragement. Even as a Christian, even as a pastor, I mess up on a daily basis. I mess up on a weekly basis. And all of you are going to do the same. We'll we'll all flawed. There was only one perfect man on this earth and his name was Jesus. That's it. Everybody else, we are... We're going to mess up. We're going to fail. But... Never tell yourself that you are a nobody. Never tell yourself that you are the lowest of the low because that is a flat out lie. The Bible says that we have been made perfect in the image of Christ. What that means is when he when he made us, he made us unto his likeness. He made us in his likeness. Folks, we're we're not a nobody. We are a somebody. We are children of the Most High King. I want you to understand tonight, for whoever's listening to this episode and you're struggling, maybe with anxiety, with depression, whatever the case may be, you're struggling tonight, I want you to understand that you are a somebody because of the one that lives in you. I, I The reason this came up is because of all of the... Uh, all of the stuff that I've seen on Truth and uh, YouTube and Rumble and all of these other platforms that I go to, and I see all of these people, they, they'll mess up. And this is religion, folks, by the way. They will mess up, and they will just torture themselves for weeks over the fact that they messed up. That's not what God wants in our lives. That's not what God wants for us. We need to repent of our sins and move on. We're going to mess up. We're going to fail. And that's just a part of it. That's part of living this life. We're going to mess up. We're going to fail. We need to strive to not fail. We need to strive to not mess up. But we need to understand that we're going to. We're going to. And it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's bound to happen. The best thing you can do. Repent for your sins and move on. Don't look back. A lot of people, they'll go down to the altar and they'll pray and they'll pray and they'll pray. They'll cry their eyes out and they will leave their burdens at the altar. And they'll go back to their pew after they pray. But then after church is over, they'll pick that burden right back up and they'll walk out the door with it. And they suffer another week. Folks, give it to God. Say, God, I have sinned today. I am sorry. I I repent of my sins, Father. And move on. Move on. Stop torturing yourself and stop allowing the enemy to get in your head and tell you that you are a nobody. Stop allowing that to happen. You tell Satan, I am a somebody because of the one that lives in me and send him on the run. And stop allowing religion and stop allowing allowing these churches to tell you that you are nobody. You're not. You are a somebody. Understand that tonight. This has really been bothering me for two days now. Because I see so many people there. Well, Pastor, I messed up this week and I just feel so bad. You don't need to. You don't need to. We all fall and come short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. So the Bible says that we're going to mess up. It is a guarantee. 
apologize to God, leave it to Him, strive to do better, and move on. Stop focusing on your past. Stop allowing the enemy to try to get you into a depression mode and try to get your mind all messed up. You don't have time for that. That's the, that's the number one thing that Satan loves to do. I used to talk about the toolbox of Satan. You know when you're trying to work on your truck or your car or whatever you have, or your house, whatever the case may be, whatever you're trying to work on. You open up your toolbox and you have various tools in there. you got screwdrivers, drills, uh, measuring tapes, levels, uh, stud finders, uh, you know, all of, bolts and nuts and screws, all of this stuff. You've got all of this stuff that you need to work on that particular item. Well, Satan's got the same thing. And he pulls out every tool that he needs to try to bring you down. That's where depression comes from. That's where anxiety comes from. That's where uh, all of these things come from. It comes straight from the enemy. He wants you to think you're a nobody. He wants you to be depressed. He wants your anxiety to be sky high. That's what he wants. Because if he can get your mind messed up, if he can get your mind twisted up, he can win the battle. We need to understand we are in a spiritual war. I guarantee you, and I'm going to read some scripture here in a second, but I guarantee you, our brave men and women in uniform, when they go fight overseas, when they're about to engage in combat, I guarantee you that our men and women in uniform aren't standing there going, I am not strong, I am not tough, I'm a nobody, I'm going to get killed when I go in this zone, I'm going to die today. They don't do that. They go in there with their heads held high knowing they're going to get the job done. And they know that whatever they have to do, they're going to get it done. We need to be the same way, folks. We need to understand that we are in a spiritual battle. So how does Satan fight us? He fights us spiritually. He fights us with our minds. He likes to get your mind twisted, likes to get your mind messed up. To where you're telling yourself, I'm a nobody. I can't play over this gentleman. He, he's needing to be played over, but I can't play over him because I'm a nobody. Um, I haven't been baptized yet. I'm a nobody. My wife wants me to baptize her, but I can't do it because I've not been ordained by a set of men. Folks, that, that, that's, what they, that's what Satan wants you to do. Jesus wasn't handing out calling cards on the Mount of Olives, folks. He wasn't doing it. There wasn't no ordination given to Paul. There wasn't no uh, certif uh, license certificate given to uh, James and Peter and all of these people. It wasn't gave to them. Jesus gave them a simple commandment. Go out here and you cast out demons in my name. You preach the word of God. You tell people what's coming. You tell people what they need to hear. They didn't have to go through a six-month ordination process. They didn't have to go through that. Stop allowing religion and stop allowing men to tell... Stop allowing them to tell you that you are a nobody because you are. Satan wants you to think that you're a nobody because if you think you're a nobody, you ain't going to go into combat. He wants as less people fighting against him as possible. Because let me tell you, when you get an army of God's people who are equipped with the Holy Ghost 
and they are equipped in God's Word, and they can just, just spout off any verse they need at that moment, and Satan, he is afraid of those people. I put out a, a video on Rumble and Truth Social a couple of days ago, and I said we need to stop looking at trials and tribulations as a curse. Oh God, what have I done wrong? Satan's coming at me. The Bible says, and I'm preaching on this tomorrow, the Bible says that when we go through trials and tribulations, it builds up our faith. So in reality, whenever Satan's throwing all of this stuff against us, he's actually doing us a favor because it's in those moments that God shows up and shows out in a mighty way like you've never seen before. And I say this all the time. Once again, this is why the show's called uh, Outspoken because a lot of people will disagree with me, and that's fine. I don't need them to agree with me. But it's a fact. When you have a Christian who... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play this video real quick. I think that's the best route to go. And then after I play the video, I'll go back and and say what I need to say here. But I'm going to play this video for all of you that uh, aren't on uh, Rumble or Truth Social and you ain't heard it. I'm going to let you uh, take a listen here. As soon as they uh, get done with this ad. Alright, here you go. Take a listen to this. Coming to you live from Shepherd's Cove Church. We're doing a little bit of maintenance around the church here. The Holy Spirit laid something on my heart and I wanted to share it with all of you tonight. A lot of you right now, I, I, I scroll through Truth Social and, and I see that a lot of you right now is under attack from the enemy. And I want you to know that if you're under attack from the enemy right now, do not look at it as punishment. Look at it as a blessing. Why? Satan only attacks those he fears. If you're under attack right now from the demonic presence of the enemy, realize that it's not a punishment. It's a blessing. Why? He attacks those that he fears. Stay equipped in God's word. Look unto the hills from which cometh your help and put Satan on the run using the word of God. But always look at that as a blessing because Satan don't attack those he doesn't fear. If he is attacking you, that means you're a mighty soldier for Christ and he's wanting to bring you down. Stay blessed. So, Satan only attacks those he fears. If he don't fear you, if you're not equipped in God's word, if you're not, um, if you never study the Bible, if you never pray, if you never do any of these, Satan has absolutely no reason to attack you because you've already been defeated. You will, you will spiritually starve if you don't read your word of God. I, I'm telling you right now. I see so many Christians that's been in church for over 30 years and they know absolutely nothing about God's Word. No, They know absolutely nothing. It's sad that in three years of ministry I can quote more scripture than some of these people that's been going to church for over 30 years. That's sad, folks. That's sad. That's why Satan's in the... That's why he's able to control this country the way he's controlling it right now. Pick up the Bible. It is a road map. It is a, uh, when you buy something and you try to put it together, what do you do? You look at the instructions. You look at the manual to try to figure out how you put this together. Our men and women in uniform, before they go into combat, they read the manifesto. They read the, uh, what they need to do. 
they lay out a game plan. Okay, we're going to attack this at this time. We're going to go into here at this time. Uh, here's where they're at at this time. I mean, they got everything listed. We need to be the same way, folks. When Satan attacks our health, we need to be able to hit him with the word of God about healing. Whenever he uh, comes at us and tries to make us depressed and, he, and ha has our anxiety levels out the roof, we need to be able to quote scripture to him to put him on the run to keep our minds set on things above instead of being tangled up in the depression and anxiety and all of this stuff that he does to us every single day. The only way to do that, the only way to do that is by reading the Word of God. And when you go through trials and tribulations, when you go through issues in your life, and once again, this is what I was going to say while I go before the video. If you did not go through anything, I, I had somebody say, well, Pastor, I, you know, I, I pray every day and, and, and I, try to, I try to live right and I try to do what I need to do, but why, why, does God, why does God allow me to be attacked? Folks, we need to understand that Satan's real. We're in a spiritual war. Satan's going to come after you, and there's a lot of you that's listening to this podcast right now, and you're really going through it. So let me try to give you some encouragement tonight. It ain't going to stop. Satan's going to keep attacking you over and over and over and over, and you ain't going to stop it. You ain't. But there's a man named Jesus. He's going to stop it for you. If you've been born again by the blood of Jesus Christ, you have power in his name to put Satan on the run tonight. Put him on the run. I want you to understand this. Whenever you go through a trial or tribulation, the Bible says it builds up your faith. If we did not go through trials, if we did not go through tribulations, if we did not go through issues in our life, we would never talk to God. I just ruffled a lot of people's feathers right then, I can guarantee it. But that's why the show's called Outspoken. If we did not talk to, if we did not go through anything, if our lives was just strawberries and cream and everything was fine, no issues, no problems at all, we would never talk to God. That's a fact. There's so many people, the only time God hears from them is when their lives are in a mess. When their lives are good, He never hears from them. He never hears from them. That's why the Bible says that during times of uh, tribulation and trouble, our faith gets built. Because it's at those moments that we see God's miraculous presence in a mighty way like we've never seen. Whenever you're sitting in the doctor's office and they come to you with a bad report and they say, hey, you've got this and you're, you're in deep trouble. And people lay hands on you that have faith and, they, and two days later you go back to the doctor and they say, we don't know what happened, but it's gone. It's those moments right there that God shows you just who He is. And every time that happens, your faith gets built up in a mighty way. This podcast episode, I'm wanting you to understand, 
If you're being tempted, if you're being persecuted, if you're if you're going through it right now, you need to understand that it's a spiritual thing. And on the other side, your faith is being built up. So don't sit there with your head hung low thinking that you're being punished. You're not. Your faith is being built up because you're a mighty soldier for Christ and you need your faith built up to go into combat and to go into battle against the enemy. This is a enemy this is a uh, a battle plan. It's a battle plan. Here's what I always tell people, and and they I don't think they understand it, but one day they will. I'm gonna keep saying it. All of these little things that we go through every day, it's boot camp. We're in boot camp. We've talked on this show about January Sixers and how they're being treated, how Christians are being treated by this Biden regime, how all of these churches are being persecuted right now. All of these things right here, folks, is just nothing but boot camp. It's making us stronger. It's giving us more faith. It's building up our faith. Because we are about to go into a spiritual battle to the to the likes of which have never been seen before. And we need faith. We need strong men and women who's going to be able to stand up and go against the enemy. And I'm telling you tonight that your trials and uh, uh, tribulations that you're going through tonight, it's just boot camp. Stop looking at it as punishment. Stop looking at it as uh, uh, like you've done something wrong. You haven't. Religion has said that if you're going through something, it's because you messed up that week. That is a lie. Don't listen to that. Satan attacks those he fears. Satan attacks those that he knows will will be able to go against him. But what he doesn't know is, while he's attacking you, your faith's being built up at the same time. That's how God works. It's always a counterbalanced thing. When Satan goes against you, God's building up your faith at the same time. That's how you're able to defeat him. We have a great, mighty God. And we need to understand how faith works. Hebrews 11.1 basically says, Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Faith isn't, well, I can be healed from this. No, faith is, I will be healed from this. Faith doesn't say, I can't accomplish this. Faith says, I will accomplish this. And what religion has done is, well, if your prayers ain't getting answered, then that must mean God don't want that for your life. That's another lie. John 14, 14, Ask anything in my name and it shall be given unto thee. What men has done is put limitations on what that anything is. Well, I want a new car. Well, God don't believe in you having a new car, so that's why he didn't answer that prayer. No, there's qualifications to having your prayers answered and you're probably not meeting them. What's that? What's that? What's one of the qualifications? Number one, do you have any hatred in your heart towards anybody? I mean anybody. If you have any hatred in your heart whatsoever, your prayers will not be answered. Not one. Number two, have you truly been born again? 
I got told the other day, yeah, I was born again when I was a teenager, um, but I was kind of forced to be born again. Then you haven't been. The only way you're born again is by the Holy Spirit drawing you. I can't grab you by the arm and throw you down at the altar and tell you to be born again. It don't work that way. And number three, are you standing on the rock? I just preached on this last Saturday. Are you standing on the rock? See, a lot of people, they treat, they treat God as a one-day uh, person. They stand on His promises on Sunday, or we have our church on Saturday, but they stand on Him on Sunday, but then Monday through Saturday, man, it's, it's, the foot's not on Him. They're in sinking sand. But then Sunday rolls around, they hop right back on the rock. It don't work like that. Stop allowing people to put limitations on what God wants in your life. I believe in the Bible. I don't believe in what men say. <laughs> and I preach what the Bible says. I don't preach on a lot of this stuff that I heard growing up because a lot of it's a bunch of uh, uh, horse, horse manure. <laughs> John fourteen fourteen is simple. It's clear. Ask anything, anything. There's no limitations there. Ask anything in my name and it shall be done unto thee. If you're going through something tonight, I'm on, I'm on, before we get off here, I'm going to give you some encouragement. Stop thinking of it as punishment. It's not. Your faith is being built up. You're a mighty soldier for Christ. And if Satan wasn't afraid of you, he wouldn't be going after you. When you understand that, you'll understand just what this is. It's a spiritual battle. Folks, I love each and every one of y'all. We will see you Monday on the next episode of Outspoken. God bless you and your family.